Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. To increase the speed of your process and reduce its cost, most people typically look to transform the process by reducing waste. Reducing things that or making too much of something, or reducing number of damages, or reducing holding too much inventory. But have you considered that by increasing the trust that people have and create an environment that supports this, it could also have a similar effect? That's what Stephen Covey Jr. says in his book, The Speed of Trust. So just think, how efficient would your processes be if you could optimise it but also, alongside it, develop the environment that people work in so that everybody trusts each other in a high-trust environment. Today, that is what I want to have a chat with you about. Trust. You might still be wondering, what on earth has trust got to do with solving business problems? But I believe that it's arguably one of the biggest business problems we have today, and we need to overcome it. It's probably the biggest hidden problem that we've got that we need to overcome. So I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do you trust your colleagues? Do you trust your manager? Do you trust the business that you work in? Have a little think about why you gave them answers. Did the level of trust differ depending upon the, the level of seniority? Do you trust your peers more than you do your managers? Do you trust your manager more than you do the overall business? I think it's fair to say that I am really fortunate to have the opportunity to work in different sectors with different people, different locations, and also work with other consultancies. My current activity is with a consultancy called um, Unleash and Engage. And they have really re-highlighted the importance of trust to me and the benefits of working in a high trust environment. So what is trust? That was a question that I asked at a workshop just last week. And everybody had differing differing words to describe it. So maybe there isn't a common definition of trust and that might be one of the problems that we need to solve to overcome trust as an issue. Can you measure trust? So there's another book called The Trusted Advisor and in that they provide an equation that allows you to look to try to measure trust. So the equation is reliability plus credibility plus intimacy divided by self-orientation. If you were to score each of those things out of 10, so how reliable are you as an individual, how credible are you at that particular task, 
and then the intimacy, the, uh, the closeness of the relationship, divided by self-orientation. So self-orientation is, low self-orientation is you're a selfless individual, and then high self-orientation is it's, it's all about you. Um, an example is if there's one piece of cake left on the plate and there's three of you sat round the table, would you go for that piece of cake or would you offer it to others? If there's a sale on at your supermarket, your local supermarket, and the sale starts at seven o'clock and you've heard about this sale, would you go and buy the, uh, the, the cheap TV first, queue up first, and, and then tell your friends afterwards about the sale to make you feel a little bit more, a, a little bit better about it? Or would you tell them about the sale and give them the opportunity to get a TV? Or would you offer to get them a TV whilst you're there? Just a couple of examples of, uh, to allow you to, to, to score yourself on, on self-orientation. So, and the reason why self-orientation is the, is the thing that you divide it by is because that is the thing that, that has the weight in this equation. So reliability plus credibility plus intimacy over self-orientation. One thing that is important to note is the actual activity that you're looking to do may influence the level of trust that you have on somebody. So think about somebody now and that person, would you let them look after your child? And then think about exactly the same person and would you let that person make an important business or career decision for you? Did your answers differ? So in the speed of trust, Covey, he states that there's two things that may influence your answer, your answer and your, and your level of trust. And that's the character and the competence of that person. So the character and the competence of that person. So there are people that have a, um, that, that I would trust to look after my children, but not to make a career or business decision for me. Because they are a trusting character, but their level of competence of that activity might not be as high. What's it like to work in a low trust environment? Do you recognize the level of trust and the impact that it has? Have you got to get sign off for the smallest things? If, or, or can you, you sign off infinite amounts? Are you allowed to make decisions without seeking or copying a more senior individual in? Are you micromanaged? Do people openly share their ideas, their thoughts, or do they keep them to themselves? Are your, are your meetings really, really engaging? So if you were to create an environment of high trust, that would arguably, as I stated at the start, increase the speed and reduce the cost of that process. Think about if you go on holiday um, or, or, or go to work and you've got to travel via a, um, an airport, think about the security. If we trusted everybody that was getting on that plane, 
would there be a need for security? And and then in a in a heightened in a heightened uh, time, then security increases further because we don't fully trust everybody. Just think how, how quick the process would be and how late you would need to actually get to the airport before you boarded a plane if there was no security, if we trusted everybody that was getting on that plane and everybody that was travelling through that airport. So do you have processes where your environment doesn't necessarily have a high, or, or isn't necessarily one of high trust? So those are some of the examples of a, of a, of a low trust environment. So the, the micromanaging, the, the, the serious levels of uh, bureaucracy. I worked in, um, in an organisation um, on a short-term uh, gig last year and they had a process called, uh, or they had a, um, yeah, a process or a policy, a four-eye check policy, which, which meant that before any communication went out to the customer, you had to check it, you had to get somebody else to check it, and then you were allowed to send it. There was um, an inbox that was, that was worked as well, and trainees weren't allowed to, to receive emails before they were checked either. So that's not a high trust environment. So what is a high trust environment? Well, if you work in a high trust environment, you may recognize meetings where everybody contributes without the fear of, of the answers that they give. You're allowed to be autonomous. You're allowed to make decisions um, without seeking approval. And now, don't, don't get me wrong, um, I know there are some processes and there are certain times that you need to have certain sign-offs um, and maybe certain checks. But is the level right in the organisation that you work in today? How can you create trust? What things do you need to do to, to create that environment of trust? It starts with the habits, the behaviours, and, and it starts top down, bottom up. Everybody needs to buy in. And, and have their part to play, or everybody has their part to play in creating an environment of trust. You need to develop it. It needs to take time. But the most important thing for me is it needs to be genuine. You need to treat people um, honestly. You need to be able to have a meeting and encourage people to share their thoughts, their ideas. And, 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 and allow them this environment of trust. If somebody says something wrong, don't criticise them. If somebody gives you a wrong answer, don't chastise them. Allow people to make mistakes. Allow people to develop, but create that environment of high trust. Create the meetings Create an open atmosphere. Have transparency between the shop floor workers and the senior leaders. Allow, if you are a senior leader, 
visit the shop floor, visit the process and start to understand your people, start to work with those people, just talk to the people, listen, listen to the people and, and be honest, don't, don't give um, convoluted uh, answers to questions, just talk honestly, openly and talk straight, allow people to understand exactly where you're coming from. Communication is a, is, is, is a challenge and some people like to deliver bad news in a, in a way that doesn't make it sound like bad news. But if you're covering stuff up, people will read into it. So I guess what I'd, just like, what I'd really like you to do is just consider the environment that you work in today. Is it one of high trust? Are you allowed to make decisions? Do people share their ideas? Do people share their thoughts? Um, and do people solve problems at the right level? Or not? Are there things that you can do to create a high trust environment? To transform the environment that you're in, the environment that you're working in, to be a, one of more or one of higher trust. That's a challenge that I'd, I'd like to say. Just, just consider your environment. It's easy. So if you've got a continuous improvement background and, and you focus on wastes, they're easy to spot. They're tangible. You can see them. You can see if you've got too much stock. You can see if you're damaging things. You can, you've got metrics that show if you're delivering things late. But trust really means, well, you probably don't measure trust. Do your customers trust you? You probably don't measure trust, but get out there, understand your environment and build relationships with people in a meaningful way that allows you to start to create a high trust environment. Think about the security example at the airport. Do you have policies and procedures that slow down your processes, but increase the cost of them? That's why I think it's a really important problem that we need to overcome, but it's a hidden problem. And until you start to see it, you can't solve it. Have a lovely week and we will chat again next week. Have fun. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it. <laughs>